Hey everybody, this is the House of Dark, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. We're going to jump in this real quick. Um, just before I do, I want to big shout-outs to uh, Jason Adams, who who is one of my good friends, and he gave me an inspiration, and that's why we got Darkner Minute now, is because of something he, he threw it at me. An idea about maybe doing episodes are not so big, but has enough juice in it to satisfy a person for the moment, you know? And so, it, and I liked it because it gave me a challenge, because... For those who know me very well, I'm quite long-winded. If anyone's been paying attention to my podcast, you can tell I can talk forever. And don't have me with people, we'll talk it even longer. That Smash Brothers episode is like three hours long, so that just proves it right there. But the point is, is that I like, I appreciate the fact that he gave me a, a, an idea of something that I can do that for those who may not have the half an hour, 45 minutes, two hour, three hour window to listen to me run my mouth <laughs> so shout out to jason adams for um doing that for me and by the way he has a new show coming out i think it's gonna be on youtube uh in like a week or so i think so it's it's like a he'll he'll, he'll hit me up if he listens to this episode he'll hit me, hit me up and um and we'll talk we'll i'll let you know more when his stuff comes out he, but he's got a show coming out and he's gonna be pretty good and you want to talk about a personality that boy is talented Anyways, let's get on. Let's get on this. So, there's a couple of things we're going to be talking about. These next probably few episodes, these these long ones are going to be very Marvel-related. Justified so because in four days, Disney Plus comes out. Now, yes, Disney Plus is not just a Marvel-related streaming service. It's going to have Star Wars. It's going to have all the Disney movies, the shows, you know. But I'm big on it because I get to see my Marvel stuff in, in, all, in all its forms. And that's what I look forward to. And so... Um, one of the things I noticed online, and for those, I, I, I went to one of my usual websites to find out stuff, and there was this category of about 16 Marvel characters that they can't believe haven't been introduced into the MCU. Now, I looked through it already, so I kind of already have an idea what it's, what it's, what's on here, and I agree with literally probably about 80% of what they, of it, 75, 80%, and so we're going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about it real quick. I say real quick. This is... To be fair, Real Talk's more of my longer episodes. I don't know why I keep saying real quick. I think it's because I've been firing out Darkner Minute episodes, which, by the way, I'm going to try to do them in between other episodes of my longer ones. If you want me to just fire out when I'm inspired and fire a bunch of Darkner Minute episodes, let me know. Because I have, like, I got a bunch in the chamber just for, you know, for, and not just because, you know, it's a challenge to do smaller episodes, but sometimes there are subjects I don't, I only have, I have a, a small opinion about. And and uh, and sometimes I can't stretch it to be 20 minutes to a half an hour episode. Not that every episode has to be that way, but I think that's the whole point of Dark Knight Minute too. So it gives me a chance to talk about updates or changes that are happening in the nerd universe that doesn't require me to be rambling for an hour and a half. So if there's if there and problem is if you ask me my opinion about something, now you're looking for a longer episode. But for like updates and new things and stuff like that, I, it's a good chance I can keep them short. We'll see what happens. But if you like them, let me know. If you don't. Let me know. That's the whole point of this. All right, so let's get into the list that they say that they they're surprised these characters aren't in the, in the MCU j yet. And and I kind of agree. I know. I like I said, I agreed about seventy five to eighty percent of this. So let's get into it. Number one, they put on here, which I agree wholeheartedly, is Jessica. Je not Jessica Jones. Jessica. Oh, my brain just stopped. Jessica Drew, aka Spider Woman. Now, for like once again, we got to clarify she's she does not have the same powers as Spider Man, she doesn't, and and she was actually trained by Taskmaster herself to be literally a like hardcore killing machine, 
And so I do agree that she should be in the MCU in some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't know if Marvel has the rights to her or Sony does, because I know Sony has control of a lot of the Spider characters, Spider-Man characters, but I don't know if she, she if she counts. Because like I said, if you if you go look into her backstory, like how she got her powers are like completely different compared to Peter. And the fact that she was trained by these by the Taskmaster, I think she was with Hydra for a minute, and then she eventually became part of Shield. So it's it literally is steering her in a different direction compared to Peter. So I don't know if she counts as a Spider-Man character or not, but who knows? But the point is, it'd be great to see her show herself either in a Disney Plus series or in in like cinematic form. I think it'd be really good, especially with she should be with Carol because Jessica's actually a be, is best friends with Carol. So I feel like she should be in the movies, and I think it'd be very exciting to see her throw down. Oh man, it'd be oh, it'd be so good. She's one of my favorite characters too. Uh, and one of the other ones they said is King the Conqueror, which yes, I agree. Uh, King the Con- King the Conqueror is one of those big, um, big time villains for like the Avengers or for the Marvel universe in general. Um, now, yes, time travel already technically has been introduced because of Endgame, but King the Conqueror is from the future, so the him to come back. So now that now, actually, to be fair, let's clarify. Now that Endgame has introduced uh, time traveling. It just it'd be easy to bring in Kang. You know what I mean? So to bring in like the time, he's like the time traveling. Guy. Apparently, he's if I remember correctly, he's like long, long connection to Tony Stark. And so this would be interesting to see since Tony's no longer here. If this plays a part in Kang coming back and stuff like that, so I, I very, I would love to see if they do it. It'd be very interesting to see, you know. A more, a more con, not controlled, a more concentrated f- focus on time traveling. Like Endgame kind of did it, but it, this one's more connected to King because he is from the future. So I would love to see how that would work. Um, so yeah, I agree. King should be because King. I think King, Doom, Galactus, and and someone said that Scarlet Witch could be a villain. It would be all should be all big time villains for like, uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they he should ne- not be a one-time, he should be like, just like, he should be like Thanos, up there with Thanos, as one of those like, end of, end of like, phase villains, you know, you gotta go, at the end of it all, you gotta go take care of this guy, because he, he's gonna change the entire world if we don't, kind of situation, and don't let it, don't let it, um, don't, he, he should be a one-time guy, he should be like, through the series, and then, fight and defeat him at the end kind of character because that's that's how thanos was and i can see king being that way i can see doom being that way and same thing galactus so you know kane of conquer is a good one as a character what was the other hercules now here's the thing here's the thing with hercules why i feel like we don't need him since we kind of have since we currently have, we already have Thor, and then we have between Thor, Valkyrie, and now Jane Foster, we kind of don't need any more mythological characters. I mean, Hercules was not like my favorite member of the Avengers, and now that the whoa, isn't um Black Knight introduced is going to be introduced in the MCU as well? So we kind of don't need Hercules, in all honesty, uh, and and it just I, I feel like he's unnecessary, especially with you know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they can prove me wrong. They can, they can make him like really, really cool. But I don't feel like he would fit. 
I don't feel like he would fit. You know, like I said, with 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 Thor around and then Jane, I don't I don't feel like. And then you have Valkyrie and 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 I when you have the Eternals and stuff, so we kind of have no place for Hercules. In all honesty, we already kind of already have our our mythological deities. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I felt like he doesn't fit. If he was introduced early, maybe. If he was introduced early. Because he's like, he's Greek. He's a Greek demigod versus Norse. If he was introduced early, maybe like in a Thor sequel or something like that, I can see that working. But right now, I don't see I don't see him being being viable right now in the MCU. Maybe in the future, possibly, if they get rid of Thor. If Thor somehow, like if Chris Hemsworth no longer is playing Thor and Thor like either dies or something like that in the MCU, I can see Hercules coming in. But for right now, no, not really. I'm not excited. I, I didn't like him that much in the comics anyways when he was part of the Avengers. So, to be fair, he was one of those forgettable characters that I, I thought about in, in the comics. Now, Submariner, Namor the Submariner is for sure one I wish is, it, it would show up. He should show up in two forms. He, it, there's two ways he can come into play. Um, uh, as an antagonist against Black Panther, because that's happened before. And, and apparently he's rumored to be in the Black Panther sequel. Or have him be introduced in because the Fantastic Four because he has a relationship with with Sue in the Fantastic Four, so that pl- that will play a huge part. And the fact that he's a mutant, he he's like one of the like he's like part mutant, part Atlantean kind of thing. So I can see him fitting in maybe the X Men universe, but I feel like he'd be better introduced as an Atlantean first and let that the mutant side of him come into play later. Because a lot of times you forget he's a mutant because he acts just like he's a Marvel version of Aquaman. I'm dead serious. He's so big on like being Atlantean and blah, 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 blah. You forget he's a mutant. I'm dead serious. If you look at him in the comics, you forget. And when he was a part of the Illuminati, he represented the Atlanteans. He did because he was he he was the Atlanteans. He represented the Atlantean part of it. Xavier represented the mutant. So there was no reason. Not not that you want to overlook the mutant side of him. He was, it was not the important part. At least Namor didn't make it important. He was, you know what I mean? Imperious Rex. That's what he was doing all the time. So, yeah. So I think he'd be great in the, in the movies, especially because he's a, he's, he is, he is the hero you're, you're meant to hate. You are. Cause he's one of these, one of those guys who are like, God, I can't stand anymore. And that's how it should be. <laughs> no, seriously, that's how it should be. He should always be disliked to a certain degree. You should respect him because he's he's kind of sick, but at the same time, you're meant to dislike him. So, I, I think that's I think that'd be great to add that into the. It'd be different. It'd be different to add that into the MCU. Now, this one I agree 100 percent because I feel like because of Guardians in general, he should have been, or at least the 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 core should be introduced as Nova. Whether it's Richard Ryder, I forget the other kid's name. Like, is it Miguel? Forget the other kid's name. Or is it Sam? I think it's Sam. You know, we, they already kind of introduced him in the first Guardians. They, they introduced Glenn Close was Nova Prime. And you saw the Novas, but you didn't see the Nova, like the Nova Corps. You saw like a lot of the pilots and stuff like that. That's just, that's just not, that's not even near like the, the, the power of these, of the, of the Nova Corps. And I feel like they're 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 kind of pushing towards introducing him, whether it's going to be in Guardians three or in Captain Marvel sequel. But like I feel like Nova, the Nova Corps is getting being it's going to be introduced, especially Ryder because he was like the best is going to be introduced into the MCU in one of these forms. 
and that's gonna be exciting. For those who don't know who the Nova Corps is, just the best way to describe it is they're the Marvel version of the Green Lantern Corps. I know, I know by saying that you're like, wait a minute, there, there is there, there's way more involved than that, and their power source is completely different from the Green Lanterns, but they are literally the space police, just like the Green Lanterns are the space police in the DC universe. So it's the same concept, just done differently. And their powers are different, everything. So, and how they get their powers is done different, everything. So I just, it, it, I just feel like post Endgame, it would make sense for the Nova Corps to show up because things are different now. So I will, I would love to see how they would handle that, especially with all the space stuff, with the Eternals coming out, Captain Marvel two, Guardians three. You're 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 opening the door big time for more like space beings and stuff like that. So it just makes more sense to do so. It really does. I will love, and their armor is so sick. The helmet, oh, I just, it could be done so well. They would, they would kill it if they did it. I, I agree. This would be very important to bring Nova. Now here's the thing with Sentry. Now that I don't like Sentry because he has the power of 10,000 exploding suns. Uh, I don't know where he'll fit. Maybe he can come as an antagonist at first to fight Captain Marvel. Because apparently he, he's, he can kind of switch his back and forth because I, I think he has per, split personalities. So he can he can kind of go bad guy, good guy kind of situation. Maybe he can be the antagonist in Marvel uh, Captain Marvel 2 and then he'll switch. Be good Because he's actually cool. He's actually a very cool character. I just, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what was the best place to introduce him because in Guardians 3, we need to get uh, Adam Warlock at it. That's who's not on this list is Adam Warlock. And I'm hoping Adam Warlock shows up in, in, in Marvel, in Marvel, in uh, Guardians 3. And maybe, like I said, Captain Marvel, it would be a perfect excuse to bring in Sentry. It'd be perfect. You know, because, you know, we need another character that's just as strong as, as Carol, but a little more unhinged so more of a reason for her to go after him and stuff like that so i think it would work i just you got to fit him in you have to fit him in and i would love to see him and hulk fight because in the comic books they fought to a standstill so it'd be really really cool to see um what <laughs> this one i disagree so hard is red hulk for those who don't know oh my goodness red hulk was created um he literally was it, for those who don't know, Thunderbolt Ross, General Thunderbolt Ross, which is technically the antagonist of, of Bruce Banner, became Red Hulk. I dislike this character so hard. I don't want to see him. I literally don't want to see him. I'd rather see Amadeus Cho take over as Hulk than see, which he does He does in the comics. I'd rather see Hulk, Hulk Vereen, which by the way, that that's a thing, than... Seeing Red Hulk, I know. I'm saying a hard pass, hard pass. It's it's already taken us this long to get Jen on the screen. We don't need Red Hulk. We don't need him. No, he's gonna. He's 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 so unnecessary. If we're gonna bring in Hulk, more Hulk villains or Hulk characters, we need to bring in Leader. We need to bring in Absorbing Man. Bring back Abomination. I mean, there's 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 so many other options we can do right now than than stinking Red Hulk. I mean, please. There's so many we can do right now. Not, not, not Red Hulk. I mean, bring in Doc Samson. Yeah, that there's a character that needs to be introduced into the into the MCU. Not Red Hulk. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, 
Norn Rad, aka the Silver Surfer, I agree wholeheartedly. Now, I feel like Silver Surfer would be best introduced through the Fantastic Four because that's literally that's kind of how he kind of introduced. That's how he was introduced to me because when Galactus came to Earth, he's uh, Silver Surfer was the herald of Galactus at that time, and they kind of because of the Fantastic Four and um, what is her name? My brain just stopped. Alicia Masters, they kind of helped turn Silver Surfer into a good guy, and, and he, he, you know, rebelled against Galactus. So I feel like that will be perfect. I also said that, like, if he did, I, he, if he did have a show, it would, it, it, it can't be a movie. It's got to be a series, because <laughs> nor Silver Surfer as a film will be boring. I can't do it. I can't do it. As a show, I probably could be more more willing to to watch it because you'll be able to build on why Norn Rad became the Silver Surfer, why he decided to be the the herald of Galactus, the 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 character that eats worlds, and so you get to see more of why Silver Surfer is the way he is at the beginning, and then when he gets introduced into the Fantastic Four films you will kind of understand what pushed him to kind of like turn, you know what I mean, to become a good guy. Because technically he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy because in the comic books, his whole purpose of becoming Silver Surfer was to protect not only his world, but any inhabited world. So his goal was to find these planets that are viable for Galactus to eat, but didn't have intelligent, sentient life on it. And so he's trying to protect the universe. Eventually, Galactus uses him and like makes him forget stuff. So it kind of, you know, he becomes, he does eventually become a villain, but it's because of Galactus. So, and, you know, I would love to see that. And plus, he's one-fourth of the Defenders. No, not that mess you saw on Netflix, the legitimate Defender. Defenders consist of Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange. Oh, who was it? It was Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange. Uh, there's two more. I'm forgetting the rest of the team. Doggone it. It's Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange. I'm looking at it right now because I should know this. <laughs> I should know this. Uh, no, not that. No, the comics, not the miniseries. Goof. Here's the thing. Defenders wasn't bad. Hulk and Namor. There it is. It, it's Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange, Hulk, and Namor. So once again, this would be a good idea, good idea because we already got Doctor Strange. We already got Banner. And they're talking about, you know, Namor could be showing up in Black Panther. And if we get Silver Surfer in, boom, you have your, your Defender series. And you know what? In all honesty, that doesn't have to be a movie. That could be a, a, a Disney Plus series, The Defenders. Just something for them to do in between films. You know what I mean? I would love it. It'd be so good. It'd be so good. So, yes, Silver Surfer should definitely be introduced into the MCU. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. But I would be very happy. I would not be upset. If he wasn't introduced until the Fantastic Four, because it just makes sense. But if they did have to do something solo, it has to be a series. It cannot be a movie. It'd be so boring. I'm telling you, there'd be two hours of boring. I would start punching people at the theater. That's how boring I think it would be. Now, unless they can, unless they can get me to really, really like it, that's the one thing. But I feel like it's it's Feige. He's, it's possible, but I think it'd be better as a series. I really, really do. Jocasta. Now, for those who don't know, now we got a Jocasta uh, Easter egg in Age of Ultron, but um, and Ultron actually built Jocasta. He was supposed to be his waifu, 
at the time. But, uh, and I think didn't, didn't Tony eventually build a Jocasta? See, the problem, the Jocasta is one of those characters, like, it's in the, it's in the Ultron story arc. Because Ultron has been rebuilt multiple times, and that includes Tony's built, um, you know, Ultron at one point. Uh, later, I think Jocasta ended up being built by Tony. So, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's, um... It's interesting because he does have a Jocasta AI. So the possibility of getting this Android made is there. So we'll see. Cause I think even in, didn't even in the comic books, like vision built his own family. I feel like he did that. So it would, it would kind of make sense if he made Jocasta, but made him like a sibling, made her like vision sibling. It, it's possible. It just, I don't know. I feel like we already got one Android. We don't need another. I mean, she is different. So I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. I'm, I'm just on the fence on, on Jocasta. Now, Mephisto, we don't need that fool. We, he, <laughs> unless, unless like Ghost Riders being added to the MCU, we don't need Mephisto right now. He can, he can stay in the comics. I, I can't stand that character. I'm so glad they never they didn't introduce Mephisto in Infinity War because he played a part in an Infinity Gauntlet story arc, but he's so he's so unnecessary and he did jacked up stuff to Peter Parker in in, in Spider-Man comics. Ask Sky Raptor, he knows. Mephisto's unnecessary. We don't need him. We don't need him. Nope, we don't need him. Although I heard that he could be showing up in the uh Doctor Strange sequel. I hope that's not true because I hate Mephisto. He's one of the, he's one of those characters I don't like. So we'll see what happens with that. But no, hard pass on Mephisto. Hard pass. Uh, Norman, on the list is also Norman Osborn, a.k.a. the Green Goblin. Here's the thing. Yes. I feel like, I mean, granted, we can do, because like right now they're talking about making a Sinister Six, which is, for those who don't know, it's the, it's as all these Spider-Man villains become a team to take out Spider-Man. So it, can, it, it consists of like Kingpin, Doc Ock, Electro. I think Shocker was in it at one point. Uh, it, Green Goblin was in it at one point. I, it, the team will f it fluctuates from time to time. Um, Vulture was in it. Uh, Scorpion was in it at one point. I think Rhino was in it at one time. Sky Raptor, you can correct me if I'm wrong. And then didn't, wasn't Rhino part of the Sinister Six at one point? So either way, the point is, is like the team never stayed the same through the comic books. So it, it, we technically don't need Osborn, and we've succeeded with two really successful. We succeeded. I, I'm like double. Definition. So there has been success of the Spider-Man movies as of right now without Osborn. Do we need him later? <sighs> Maybe. But as of right now, Spider-Man is doing very well without him. You know, it, we we you know Osborn. In all honesty, takes the attention away from other Spider other villains that Spider-Man has dealt with. That's why it was like you know Homecoming. We got we got um Vulture and and Far From Home. We got Mysterio. You know, we got an Easter egg from Gorgon, so we, we're going to potentially get Scorpion in the MCU. You know, so the, you know, we're kind of doing well without him. We, you know, if they don't if they don't bring in other villains, I, I you know, especially to build the, we only have what, we only have what, two characters right now for Sinister Six? And although Skyraptor swears up and down Mysterio is still alive, that could potentially be three so, but like I said, we could do without him. 
but it, it, it wouldn't hurt if they reintroduced him. Um, we don't he, right now. Spider-Man's been doing very well without him, so I don't know. It's hard to say, and I know because of Sony, we've kind of got we've kind of already been oversaturated with Osborne. So you know, I I can see I can see why he'd be put off for a little longer. But if they're if they're looking at the potential of making Sinister Six a thing, then we might need him. We might need him, and it wouldn't hurt to see a really good version. It wouldn't hurt to see an MCU version of of Green Goblin. You know, I, so I would love to see how they would do it. You know, Feige, Feige, you're a good man. I know Spider-Man's one of your people. So I imagine you would do pretty good uh, with a glider and the whole jam. I, I feel like you would do a good job at it. So I'm not against it. I would just like to, I'd rather see other villains of Spider-Man's first before we do that. And and we have a previous episode you know, on my podcast with Skyraptor where we talked about like what the top five Spider-Man villains that we want to see on the big screen before we get like Osborne back and maybe maybe even Dr. Ock before we get because they've been done. We did Electro, they did Electro, they did Osborne, they did we did um Octavius. Right now in the MCU we have Vulture, Shocker, uh Scorpion. That's three actually. That's the three. I, I forgot Shocker. I forgot Shocker is still alive. So that's three right there. I mean, we technically if 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 the rumors are true, because people are making all these predictions that Mysterio's still alive, if Quentin's still alive, that's four. You know, so all we need is like what Rhino and like a real Rhino. Not I love you, Paul Giamatti, but that wasn't Rhino, man. In Amazing Spider-Man Two, that was not Rhino. We get a real representation of Rhino and maybe who else? Craven? Yeah. So we could that we it's there. The possibilities are there. So so we may not need Osborne. But, you know, like I said, it wouldn't hurt if we got him. It wouldn't hurt. So let's see what happens with that. Um, The other one was, yeah, yeah, yes. First of all, yes. It's Beta Ray Bill, baby. Oh, y'all don't know. Y'all, see, here's the thing. And I was fussing about this the other day. That, like, I think it's unfair that we only got a reference of of Bill in the in Ragnarok. That's a movie by itself. Why didn't we not get that movie? Why didn't we not get that I would have took, see, that's, see, that's bleeding into another episode I want to do. I'm, I'm going to talk about that. It has to do with the Hulk and stuff. But Beta Ray Bill is one of my favorite characters by itself. And that's why I was kind of mad that Thor got uh, Stormbreaker in Infinity War. Because that's Bill's weapon. And I'm just like, why did you, I mean, unless you let him fight Thor and take Stormbreaker from him, which would be great. I'll take that. He wins in a, in a fight. He takes Stormbreaker. He becomes an Asgardian. And then Thor goes, what's that axe? What is the axe that he's carrying? So in the comics, he no longer carries. He doesn't carry Mjolnir because Jane has it. Um, Thor's. Yeah, there's Thor's axe. I forget what it's called. What is the name of his axe? No, not in the movie. Storm. No, not Stormbreaker. That's not the one. John Bjorn. John Bjorn is the one in the comics. See, Infinity War, it's an axe, but it's supposed, to, but it's Stormbreaker, which is inaccurate because Stormbreaker doesn't look like that. But because I have Stormbreaker sitting on my desk, my buddy, um, CB Otaku, made me a Stormbreaker from his 3D printer, and I have the sucker sitting on my desk, and this thing is pretty dang accurate how it's supposed to look. Because Stormbreaker actually is a hammer; it's not an axe. So I just think it's. It's funky that they made. Uh, I'm, anyways, the point is, the potential of having Bill 
in the MCU is already there. They already recognize he exists. And that since he's no longer there, it's clearly that he either won an escape or left. He's alive. They didn't say he's dead. They, just, they made it clear he exists. So just, I would love for him. That's one of my big ones. And Thor, either in Love and Thunder or in Guardian 3, Bill gets introduced. Because Thor apparently is running around with the Guardians. I don't know if that's true in 3, but we'll see what happens. I would love for Bill to be introduced. I would take I would take that to heart. I will if Bill was introduced and he got he, and he got the real Stormbreaker, and and Thor went and got his own weapon, and Jane took Mjolnir or a new version of Mjolnir. My I I will I will pass out to my heart's content, and y'all gonna have to carry me out of the theater. I just Bill needs to show up. He has the best. He has the best. What is the one I want to use? He's an underdog character. But he has the best storyline ever. All he wanted to do was protect his people. And because of that, he became worthy to carry Molnir, And that's why he was able to throw down. It just, I just wish it needs to happen. It just needs to happen. Bring Bill in. Bring Beta Ray Bill. He's, he doesn't, you know, and he'd be perfect because he can join the Guardians. Because he's in the Guardians right now in the comics. He's in there right now. Him and Darkhawk are with the Guardians right now. Come on, man. And Darkhawk should be introduced. But we'll work on that later. That, that'll come later because we need the Shi'ar Empire to be properly introduced. And once they're properly introduced, then we can probably get get Darkhawk introduced. But Bill, focus on Bill. I think in these next couple of movies, here's the thing. These next couple of movies would be perfect. Either between Guardians, actually there's three. Guardians, Captain Marvel, and Thor. There's Those are your open doors are introduced to Corviknight. Oh, it'd be so good. Actually, with, Gar with Captain Marvel, not necessarily because hers apparently her sequel still takes place in the '90s, and we need we need either it either has to be Guardians Three or or, or uh, Love and Thunder. We had those were the only two movies I could that would properly or be a proper window, or even the Eternals to be mm, yeah maybe because they built they created because in the Eternals they created all all the Celestials created all lives that included the mutants. Included the the Titans, which is who were um, my brain just Thanos is from. So why not have them create introduce the Corbinites? That'd be great. That'd be a great excuse to introduce the Corbinites and open the door for them to be to show up in like like I said, Guardians three or Thor. That'd be perfect. Come on, guys, that'd be perfect. Um, the other character that they talked about was the Beyonder. I agree. Here's the thing: Beyonder is is an is an end game boss. He's 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 Secret Wars, so the Russo brothers said they wanted to do if they were going to come back and do a, a, an MCU movie. They said the Secret Wars would be best. The Beyonder was in Secret Wars. Actually, I'm I'm reading Secret Wars right now, so I can have that information in my head for the possibility of us having Secret Wars happen on uh, you know in my lifetime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh Secret Wars would be huge. You you want to talk about a big crossover? Secret Wars literally had combined, what was it like? It was like a dozen heroes and a dozen villains all were thrown onto one planet. I mean, we're talking about from everybody's group. We're talking about Avengers, X-Men, Fantastic Four. I mean, they're all thrown. And then you have characters like Doom, uh, the Wrecking Crew, Galactus, um, uh, Molecular Man, Magneto is, is in there. Who else showed up? Um... What other villain was there? I forgot. Um, Enchantress. That's another character that needs to be introduced in the MCU is Enchantress. There you go. No, there you go. So, no. Now, now. Slow down. Everyone, slow down. 
Slow down. Slow down. In Love and Thunder, introduce Enchantress. And in Guardians 3, introduce Beta Ray Bill. There's your, there you go. Boom. There's your answer. Right. Done. Everyone, slow down. Calm down. Calm down. I got it right there. There's your answer. There's your answer. But yeah, Beyonder would be a good one. Because he, here's the thing. Beyonder can beat up Galactus. That's how powerful Beyonder is. So Beyonder is, is like, is like end of like MCU in general. If you're done doing anything big, if you're done, this, Beyonder should be your last, last, like when you're retiring the MCU due to Beyonder. Like I'm serious. It's just like, he's, cause after the Beyonder, who's, who else should you be fighting? There's no one else. He should be last of last. You know what I mean? Cause he can, like I said, there's a scene where he, Galactus is trying to get his power. Beyonder goes, does that to him? And he's like smacked into a planet and he's passed out. That's how powerful the Beyonder is. The Beyonder literally took all the most powerful villains and heroes at the time. Cause like the Secret Wars comic is like old and threw him on a planet. And that includes Galactus. Think about that. No, man, you can't do that until after you can't do it until you after. Oh, and King the Conqueror is in, is in Secret Wars as well. Look, look at it right there. There's all your big potential villains that we want to use at the MCU all got snatched by the Beyonder. Doom, Galactus and King right there. See, right there. We just proved that if they're going to if this if the MCU lasted long enough, like another 20 years. Beyonder should be your, be their retirement. That should be their magnum opus. Should be the last thing they do. And be like, all right, we no longer have the MCU. So Kevin Feige be like, I'm done. I'm out. After we do Beyond the Secret Wars, we're done. And it should be because who else should you fight after that? He's the best of the best. Unless you're going after Celestials or the Tribunal, which is you know, then you're going into like deep beat space gods lore. So don't you know, just don't do that. Fight the Beyonder and call it a day. That's a good one too. Let me, when I finish Secret Wars, we'll talk about Secret Wars. Here's the thing about, we you know what's so funny about Secret Wars? I, I know stuff about it, and, I've, and it's been out for many, many years, so I know it, but I've never read it page to page by page. You know, we are, in all honesty, the symbiote, the symbiote that, that was, that, that you saw in the Venom film was introduced in Secret Wars because Peter needed something so he can survive, and so they gave him the suit, Now it was the symbiote. That's not how they, that's not how they get introduced in Sony's universe, but that's how it was introduced in 616. So, you know, just a little, little thing. I knew that already. There's stuff like this I knew, but you know, it just folks need, I need, I, I'm going to read it from front to back and then we'll get, I'll get back to you about why it's great in more detail. And that whole, and that iconic scene with Hulk holding the mountain on his back, shut your mouth, just shut your mouth. That'd be great. It's great. Anyway, I would love to see that. First of all, I would love to see that on the big screen. Hulk holding the giant mountain on his back. Man, that'd be sick. Anyways. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, I'm like freaking out. Hey, so here's the thing. And they're going like Miles Morales being in the MCU. I feel like that's already on its way. I, I really do. I feel like that's already becoming a thing. Especially with uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2. Uh, is potentially crossing over into like, into like the cinematic universe. They're bringing in the like, because they're talking about bringing in live action. Tom Holland, Peter Parker, stuff like that. So I feel like that's going to be a thing anyways. So I'm not even worried. I'm that, that's just that's just in time. In time. I already know that's going to be a thing. So I'm just I'm just and I think they even established that he exists in uh Homecoming because I think Peter when Peter was was, was um I want to say interrogating. You don't see I'm putting a quotation when he's trying to be tough and interrogate uh uh, Donald Glover's character. It was it was 
implied that his nephew was Miles because he was talking about, you know, he's playing. And for those who don't know, that's that's literally the Prowler right there. And Miles is the Prowler's nephew. So it, it's all being it's all connected. So he's, he's already implied in being in the MCU that he just hasn't been introduced yet. So that should be that should be a thing. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man 3 was not. It was I forgot to mention that in the in the thing. So Abigail Brand, for those who don't know who Abigail Brand is, y'all don't read anything. Um, granted, to be fair, it'd be kind of hard because unless you don't know what sword is, you don't know who Abigail Brand is. Okay, so at one point, so <sighs> Shield is obviously it was the organization that was ran by Nick Fury that protected the Earth from any kind of threat, you know, on Earth, whether it's Hydra, AIM, whatever it could be at that point. Sword is the extraterrestrial version of that organization where they take on all spaced threats. And so you had characters like, you know, Carol's with them, um, Spider-Woman, a bunch of different characters who were part of, were part of, actually, let me look up who all the characters are in Sword at one point, because I feel like people need to know that. I used to know who all the characters, well, not all the characters, like who the main characters of Sword were. You know when you're trying to write type an acronym and the freaking auto thing keeps trying to jack up your your your, your groove and they people don't just don't wanna I'm trying to remember yeah. Abigail Brand, yeah, I know, I know. But I'm talking about like members. I know the the members is a list. Where is the list? Where are the members? Yeah, and see, you know, and they've been playing about secret invasions. Yeah. Um Beast was part of it. Lockheed, for guys who don't know who Lockheed is, the little dragon who is an alien. Uh, Spider-Woman. There's a bunch of other characters I don't recognize, but... Say, say, Cecilia. You mean Cecilia Reyes? That'd be kind of cool if it was. But anyways, she actually was in charge of... of S.W.O.R.D. And she was... She was... She was tough. And so it would be cool to see S.W.O.R.D. And I feel like that could be a thing, too. Once again, especially post-Endgame... I can see them creating sword to protect because they didn't have, in all honesty, they didn't have, S.H.I.E.L.D. was not prepared to protect Earth from like Loki and, and, and the Shatari, even Thanos and stuff. They were not prepared, they weren't, they weren't probably prepared to take on aliens. So I feel like, you know, even despite, here's the thing, despite what Captain Marvel says, they were not prepared to take on aliens. Avengers proved it. Uh, Infinity War proved it. Endgame kind of proved that they weren't 100% prepared without the help of somebody, some otherworldly characters to take on alien forces. So, sword, I can see sword being the, the, like, post Endgame organization to be like, you know, we, we weren't, with shield, we weren't prepared. But with sword, we in this. And I can see Abigail being, actually, you know who, you know who could play Abigail would be, would be good at it? is Elizabeth Banks. I think she would be a perfect, I think she would be a perfect Abigail. Because I'm looking at the picture, unless she reminds, she looks like she could be, Elizabeth Banks could play that character. And kill it. And kill it. Get on that, Feige. Come on now. It just makes sense, based on what's happened in, in the MCU right now. Captain Britain, we can wait on him. I feel like, until we get Betsy, we can wait on him. He's supposed to, supposedly he was supposed to be in, in, in Far From Home. He's supposed to get some kind of cameo. That never happened. But I don't know. I kind of don't care much about Captain Britain. 
He's okay. He's okay. I, I say eventually. I think we eventually should get him. Maybe when... We need Excalibur, though. He was part of the Excalibur team. See, X-Men, at one point, there was a mutant. There was always, like, there was, like, a mutant team around the world. And no, not, not, almost not international, but there were teams. Like, Big Hero 6 was, was like, ran by Silver Samurai and Sunfire. And then, eventually, all the other members showed up. And then, like, you have Excalibur, which was ran by Captain Britain. And, eventually, Shadowcat, Nightcrawler. I think Betsy eventually went back and, like, joined him. So, I feel like you need the X-Men first before we got get Captain Britain, because we need to introduce Betsy, because that's that's her brother. And his powers, he doesn't have powers. I think it's the suit that gives him his powers. But the point is, I feel like he, he we can wait on him. We can wait on him. I don't, we, need, we don't need, I'm not in a rush to see Captain Britain just yet. I'd rather get my X-Men first, Fantastic Four and the X-Men before I see Captain Britain. But it, it won't hurt, but I don't want to see him now, because I'd rather see Betsy first. I'd rather see Betsy, who is, who is Psylocke. I keep saying Betsy instead of saying who she is. It's Psylocke. Psylocke's brother is Captain Britain. So, I'd rather see Captain Britain first, then, or excuse me, Psylocke first, then Captain Britain. Or at least, or at least, even if we don't bring in Betsy, at least the X-Men first. So, we can get, we can get a spinoff team like the Excalibur to be, to exist. So, let's do that first. Let's give us X-Men, then we can get Captain Britain and he can, they can have the Excalibur team, and they can run around and beat up people. How about that? So tell me what you think. This is this is 16 Marvel characters that they say they can't believe hasn't been introduced into the MCU yet. There, like I said, there's about 80% of these guys I agree with. There's a lot of these characters I wish they were already in the MCU right now, especially Beta Ray Bill, and I know some of these characters probably was not going to be possible until there are certain deals were made. Like I said, Disney owns Fox, all the Fox assets, which means... They got Fantastic Four back in the X-Men. So some of these characters probably wouldn't have been able to exist until they did that. So that's fine. Um, but I just wish, and uh, and now that they're like him, like Marvel and Sony, or excuse me, Disney and Sony are being buddy-buddy again, the potential for a lot of crossovers, especially with Spider-Man characters, exists. So we have that possibility. We have these chances of things happening. And apparently, like characters like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, and stuff like, I have a possibility of showing up in the MCU officially. So there's going to be a chance for things to like open up some more, you know, when it comes to this, when it comes to this universe. So it, the, the, the possibility, especially with Disney plus coming out, like I said, in like a, what, four days, the possibilities for all these, for some of these characters showing up in a series, you know, outside of a movie as to me personally is okay. I would rather see them done well than not done at all. Whether it's a series on like Disney Plus or a movie, some of these characters don't have enough to do a movie, but they can be. They can definitely be in a series, and they can definitely be in a series with a couple of other characters. Like, give us Heroes for Hire. We need Heroes for Hire so bad, like a good one, so bad because we didn't get it. We never got it. Give it to us, you know, or you know, or what was, what was the other team at Misty Night? Oh, what was they called? I forget what their team was called. I have to look it up. But had like Misty Knight had um did I have Jessica? I might have had Jessica. And I think I had Hellcat. And there was a couple of like it was, it was an all ladies team, but it was kind of the same like like Heroes of Fire, but it was an all ladies team, and it was sick. So we need to you know that would work too. Give us what we want. So we have a lot of potential, like I said, with the, with the MCU working on Phase Four and Phase Five, Disney Plus with all their series coming out. So we have a chance for a lot of these characters to show up in at least in two forms. In a couple of ways. 
So, you know, the, now the possibilities are open up more and more. So are these the characters that you're looking forward to seeing in the MCU? Are there more that you want to see added? Who's the one I, we didn't talk about? Like I said, I kind of threw some extra ones in there when we were talking about stuff, you know, from like, from Aurora, who is the Enchantress and things like that, and Darkhawk, who I would lose my mind if they introduced him. I, you know, Adam Warlock, which is a potential to be showing up in Guardians 3, especially because of the post credit scene in Guardians 2. You know, so just let's let's consider these things. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you feel about this list. Wh which, who should be added? Who should be taken out? Who should, who did we forget? Who did I forget? Because I'm sure I forgot somebody. The 616 is huge. So there's so many characters that could, that could be introduced into this universe that we didn't think of that's not technically on its way already. So once again, this is the House of Darkner. I want to say thank you for you guys for listening and supporting me. And the best way, if you want to ever say something to me, the best way you can do is either go on Anchor FM on my public site. Um, you can revert, you can revolt, you can record a message to me. Um, you can hit me up on my Twitter account is under House of Darkner or at Vatian, which is V-A-T-I-A-A-N. Either one of those you can find me. I have a Facebook page for House of Darkner. You can hit me up on my House of Darkner Gmail. Yes, I have a Gmail account for under House of Darkner. It's House of Darkner uh, at gmail.com. Um, and, and House of Darkner exists on my Instagram. Mostly you see a bunch of dog pictures, but you can hit me up there for a message. Um, if you want to help support me, there are multiple ways to do so. Uh, one of the big ones is just listening. I, oops, I hit my mic. I am a sponsor. I'm sponsored on my show, so I have ads. And so when I drop ads, if you listen to the ad, that they, that monetarily compensates for me, and that helps me out. Um, you, if you want to be a supporter, a monthly supporter on Anchor FM, which, like I said, I have a public site that shows up on Anchor FM and it has a supporter button. There's three tiers. There's 99. Four ninety nine and ninety nine. It's ninety nine cents, not ninety nine dollars. That'd be great, but let me clarify: ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Those are the best. Those are your best ways to support me that way, and it's a it's a monthly thing. Um, there's another way: is my Patreon site is uh, www.patreon.com/slash/houseofdark. And right now, for one dollar a month, you can help support me, and I'm trying to get a goal. Uh, if I can get, if I can get up to a hundred dollars a month, even if I can get like a hundred people to sign up and pay a hundred, you know, a dollar a month and get a hundred dollar a month goal, reach that goal. I can start producing merchandise to send you guys, especially if you're on my Patreon site. Um, I want to get started getting a bunch of Perler beats. I'm working with, uh, some talented people to help me create some stuff. I mean, you know, one of them is pixelated tycoon. Who's a fantastic artist. He's been on my podcast several times. Uh, he's helping me out kind of help rebrand um the universe and things like that he's helping me out with other projects he's a very good friend and a very good artist so support him and his work um but he's helped me with that stuff like that so if you and i want to be able to compensate him for all his hard work and pay him for all everything he's done because he's a very good artist and he deserves to be paid for all the work he does so any way you can help me with my podcast translate into other stuff i do not just supporting my family but supporting the brand which is the house of darkner and supporting all who help me make this better so once again, this is the House of Darkner. Thank you for listening to Real Talk. Shout out to people like um, my brother Daniel and Noah, who are big time supporters of me and everybody else who listens. I really appreciate it. And 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 once again, shout out to Jason Adams for the idea for Darkner Minute. You're the best, dude. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Later.